What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 208 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Gotta go fast. And Shelly Walter. Hello. This week we're geeking out about video game overhauls, Sonic quickly moving through the box office, and possibly one of the best casts for an animated TV show ever. Pretty good. But first, yeah, it's, it's great. First of all, shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. Specifically, Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. We love you so much. We appreciate you. Uh, the podcast wouldn't exist without you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get right into the games that we've been playing. LJ, how is your game life going? Um, Good. Uh, as usual that's kind of kind of my thing (laughs) Uh, if it's not going well then that's not good um so i got to try something cool this weekend uh for game pass subscribers uh we had access to the closed beta which is kind of odd that it's a closed beta because i'm like there's a lot of people that have a game pass but um the closed beta for bleeding a game called bleeding edge it's from ninja theory who worked on heavenly sword um what else did they do? Um they did um Hellblade and the one of the the uh, weird Devil May Cry remake. Uh it's basically like Overwatch kind of like a competitive game. Ooh. But it's like a third person action game kind of like a um kind of like a Devil May Cry or like a Bayonetta or like like a third person action like like brawler kind of game like that. Uh it's super cool. I streamed it on Friday oh, yeah. so um uh, the archive should still be up when when this episode is up so it, it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it uh i am going to be reviewing it when the game comes out on march 25th because it's kind of up my alley so i was like you know what? i'm gonna i'm gonna do that and so it's a lot of fun a lot of crazy unique characters and um i think fans of action games and overwatch might want to check it out cool um the other game that i'm i've been kind of obsessed with since saturday is called aztez and this is one of the free games that Epic is giving away right now. They're giving away King- Kingdom Come Deliverance and Aztez. And so Aztez is like a side-scroller-style brawler. It's got like black and white like art graphics. It's pretty trippy. But it's kind of a roguelike and operates on this board. And so the idea is that you're supposed to defend your like Aztec kingdom with the as like this warrior. Mm-hmm. And so you can get more... Uh, you can get more Aztez warriors to join with you and you can like take on more missions and stuff, but it's like got like a turn system where like, you know, the world around you will get corrupt and things like that. It's got a very cool like board game system. Cause then, uh, you earn items for completing battles and stuff like that. And these items will help you like along the way, like do stuff to like grow and things like that. And and help you out and help you survive longer. Um, it's pretty cool. Like it's got, like you can launch enemies up in the air, do like crazy cool combos, and you, you get stuff for completing bonus objectives. It's a roguelike, but I like the board game elements. But most of all, I like the uh, action combat. It's got like the like the big color in it is is red because like you can spill blood and then stuff stuff like that, and so you can like suck in the blood to do like an ultimate attack eventually. Okay. 
Yeah, it's pretty wow. it's pretty cool. Uh, they have an arena mode also with challenges, so it's like if you don't really feel like doing the uh, the like roguelike stuff, you can just kind of get into into like battles and stuff like that. And I've I completed like maybe like fifteen of those like right away whenever <laughs> I whenever I played that mode, and I was just like into it. And so I played that at least an hour probably every day since I downloaded it on Saturday. Oh, I nice. really want okay. I really want that game on Switch. I think it would be so cool. I would I'd play it all the time. So, yeah, that's, yeah, uh, that's, that's like one of my new favorite games right now. Cool. So, what have you guys been playing? Shelly, how has Horizon Zero Dawn been? Still really good. Yeah, I, uh, (laughs) I've been playing it all weekend. Um, I don't know how much I can say about where I am. I don't know if it's, it's been out for, it's been out for a long time, but like, would it still be spoilery? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could just be vague. You you climbed, yeah. The skyscraper, yeah. The old I basically, abandoned... I just got more information about maybe what caused this weird world to happen. Not in the sense of the creation of the world, but the creation of the post-apocalyptic world. Like, why, yeah, the story is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, why did this all happen? Why are there machines here roaming? And what what went wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, and how like the biggest question then too is how are there still humans around if things yeah. went so terribly wrong yeah how come there are still people um and all that good stuff so yeah mm-hmm. lore is awesome and characters are super cool and uh it's, fun to, the giant it's fun to hunt tank thing now i thought some huge thing yeah yeah I, I, i'm really about obnoxious. the same spot you are yeah i was pretty i obnoxious. fought that thing yeah um yeah, I know you're. I kind of relate to what you were saying before, Cody, about how hunting is like fun. Mm-hmm. I definitely find joy in hunting. Ever since I got the, uh, I got a sharpshooter bow, um, which if you don't know, for listeners, is just helps it so you can actually snipe um, instead of just trying thing. to. Yeah, instead of just trying to snipe with your regular bow, it's like mm-hmm. way easier to shoot from far away. So it's been um, fun to just like tear components off of. Uh, machines while have you done any of the cauldrons i've done one yeah i I would do those i would do more of those if you can yeah i'd like to do more i just haven't found any those are really cool i you bring up the hunting and one of my favorite memories was walking the that wasn't my favorite but like walking past the giant t-rex thing and i was so scared of it at first i was like that they Mm -hmm. wreck me and then i got to a certain point where i was like I think I could take that thing. So mm-hmm. I went back towards the Took beginning of the game where this thing is just roaming around, freaking is you out. Is that Thunderjaw? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I had a very similar experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're like, run I away. I saw it and I was like, I cannot. I'm booking <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, that, that one and um, the mole ones that did. Yeah. Those dudes Ooh. freaked me out. Like, the Pro- first she probably time hasn't I saw seen them. the moles yet. No, um, I mean, I think on that same path, I... I I mean, I did see one, so you may have. She may. She might things have are seen monsters. One I don't think those I've are seen probably those, most one of the most annoying things yeah. to meet. It was like far in the distance, and I saw it like digging and Climb doing up. all that stuff. And oh, I'm like, man. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going that way. I'm gonna go this <laughs> way. I'll see you later. Those thunder jaws, but it's such a gratifying experience when you mm-hmm. get to a point where you're like, I think I can get that thing now. Those and you go back and you set up all these traps and like yeah. just start shooting it. You bring it down and it it falls hard. And you're just it's like, so rewarding. I did that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I like uh, 
collecting stuff off of them and um yeah i don't know it's super fun i don't really know what more to say those, about it those big old panther things with the guns on their backs those dudes oh my are, gosh are crazy i fought a couple of one of those and so what i did was a. Uh, yeah, there's a side quest where you're supposed to go to an estate and figure out why there was, like, some sort of machine attack, why machines are attacking. And you get two of those guys, and mm-hmm. I just, like, knocked off the gun off one of them, and then and two then... more came, and I'm like, okay, Here and we go. just shot them all down. It was so quick. <laughs> like, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Always shoot the gun off and use it against them. It's so efficient. Yes. <laughs> it's such a cool game. Yeah, it's fun. I, I still played it a little bit off and on when my modem was dead over the week. <laughs> well, from there, we'll get into the gaming news then. What's going on, LJ? Okay, first piece of gaming news is that State of Decay 2 is getting a massive overhaul. Um, Which makes it the second. I think we talked about Anthem last week. We may have, yeah. Um, completely like shut down or something so they can redo everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, with with Anthem thing, uh, the one the head of Bioware confirmed that they are uh, redoing things over there. Like it was just kind of rumored before. It's gonna be uh, like No Man's Sky, maybe. Yeah, this has an official like announce like trailer and release date already for like March. Um, but this is uh the Juggernaut edition of State of Decay Two. It's that mm-hmm. zombie game that was Xbox exclusive, and so it's got. Uh, updated graphics, um, I think some new enemies, a new area, new weapons, all kinds of stuff. A lot of gameplay improvements, and this was them listening to fans saying, like, hey, like, we're going to fix this stuff, but we're also going to, like, add some even more cooler stuff. So, I actually bought this game when it came out because it was pretty inexpensive. It was, like, 30 bucks. And so, if you own the game already, you get a free upgrade to the Juggernaut Edition, and then... If you have Game Pass, also you get the Juggernaut Edition. So uh, I'm excited to to check that out. Uh, it'll be some cool zombie killing fun. Um, and the next piece of news is kind of small but n- notable. Uh, that Half Life VR game, Half Life Alex, finally has a release date. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's going to be March 23rd. They, before they just said March, uh, but now it has an official release date. So so end of March, but you know something. Yeah. Yep. Or at least closer to the end cool. of March. I guess it's more mid. Eh. Mm-hmm. Logistics. Um, so the third piece of news, gaming is, is news is pretty light this week, but we're pretty heavy on movies and TV. Um, mm-hmm. Third piece of news is that the Need for Speed games uh, development is being shifted back to Criterion. And so the developers for the last couple years have been a company called Ghost and... The games haven't really been that good this generation. Up until the recent one from last year was actually pretty good. Um, but Criterion is known for the Burnout series. Uh, they've worked on the Need for Speed series in the past. So uh, this is okay. exciting uh, because of the name of Criterion and kind of what they're known for. Most uh, Wanted is such a video game memory for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you're referring to the original one. They did the Most right. Wanted reboot, which... I played a lot of um, the reboot was cool, but it was, was more it the same like story? no, no, no. It was more like sports cars and like exotics. Okay, but it was it was pretty sports legit. Sports uh, cars. I liked it. Yeah, um, but uh, Criterion uh, most recently they've done stuff like uh, they did the ship stuff for Battlefront Two. Uh, okay. So they've they've helped EA work on some some other things recently. Cool. Um, 
yeah, so that's for gaming news. Um, so weirdly, I have another, th- I kind of, another theme occurred with the poll list this week. Um, so these are all third, <laughs> third person action games, which I guess kind of relates to Bleeding Edge, but uh, Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition is coming to Switch, which if you, if you want to play a Devil May Cry game, that's the one to play. Okay. Um, and then Bayonetta and Vanquish are also coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Those are both okay. third-person action uh, platinum games. I feel like that Bayonetta was like a Nintendo exclusive. Uh, the second one is. Okay. So, honestly, like, yeah, if you want to play uh, your stuff, like, if if, if you want to play that in, like, 4K, like, or just, like, on the one of the more powerful machines, uh, I would, you know, that's where I would go. But uh, I've been wanting to play, I've been wanting to get Bayonetta on Switch because it's like you get both. Um, okay. So it's like, yeah, and Vanquish is another cool uh, game from Platinum. But um, when I talk about Bleeding Edge, uh, it kind of has a lot of stuff similar to these three games that are on the pull list this week. Nice. So um, that that Devil May Cry 3 game has a bunch of extra new features as well. So that's the pull list for this week. Well, I know that LJ and I, we both watched Sonic. Yes. The Hedgehog. Sonic. Which is... A wonderful movie. Yeah. Definitely go see it. Yeah, and then uh, whenever I... The words I kind of used was, it's so good, which if I would say, like, it's a great movie, I would say it's a great movie. It's a really good movie because I went in with, like, such low expectations. Right. Like, I would have gone to see it even if, like, the design of Sonic was still bad, like, regardless. Mm. Um, but it it met expectations and it has a lot of Easter eggs and certain little things that as a Sonic fan, I was like, okay, that's cool. And that's, I would say that if you played the games growing up, watch the yes. movie. If you have mm. kids, watch the movie. Uh-huh. But if you neither of those things, I don't know if you'll enjoy the movie that much. Right. I think that's the blind spot where adults that have never played a Sonic game, that don't have any kids to go with. Because it's definitely I- a kid's movie. I think adults, though, like, might be familiar with the name of Sonic, though, which is also might be a, a good point of reference. Like, Yeah, but, but there's so many little things that made me so happy mm-hmm. about the movie. Yeah, that's true. But it was because I played the games. Mm-hmm. They, they modernized him in a fun way, too. Like, even whenever, like, he'd get excited and do, like, the floss and stuff, and I'm like, that's so, like, yeah. up with the times. Like, It's very... Like, him if he was like i'm surprised the new games don't have him flossing oh, i kind of hate that but it it fits it, it does it's upsetting <laughs> it, he'll do things like he does the victory dance i think he does that in a commercial mm-hmm. um and so like he does a few different victory dances from the different games and i was mm-hmm. like that's so cool <laughs> yeah uh i watched an interview that um a bunch of the actors did with rotten tomatoes and i i was happy i watched that before i saw the movie because the way they were looking at it was, you know, Sonic is kind of this kid who's just, like, super curious. Like, imagine, like, a 10 to 12-year-old kid being super, super curious, you know, and just kind of, like, mm-hmm. messing with stuff and just kind of getting into, like, everything. And when I saw the movie, I was like, okay, they were kind of on the money with what they wanted to do. Yeah. And me and LJ were talking. I'm, I'm going to meet you in the middle with this, LJ. Yeah. I think that it is a prequel set upon the t- concepts of the first three games. But I think it is yeah. a prequel to the first game because we uh, still don't have me and I was talking about whether it's prequel or if it's just like the because there's no it's just Sonic, right? 
Yeah, there's yeah, no one yeah. else. He doesn't spin dash. LJ pointed out, and I was like, "That's mm-hmm. that's a good point." Until um, the end, kind but of. Robotnik isn't Robotnik yet. Yeah, but we we also do see that in the trailer that he does. Like, this isn't me spoiling anything because we see that in the trailer that he has, you know, the ball. He's like and stuff. becoming, yeah, and he has but the big old mustache. He's not Robotnik as we see him in the games yet, and so I right. think that this is kind of like a. This is where Sonic. This is what kind of what happened to Sonic before uh those games are played uh-huh. and i don't know if they're going to canonize that or if it's just kind of mm-hmm. where he's at in this but because who's to say they could do whatever they want and if they do continue they're probably going to get kind of away from the canon of the games which mm-hmm. i don't even know what the canon of the games is there's um... so many weird things going on <laughs> yeah yeah that... i don't know if the 2d is connected to the 3d i doubt it the 3d the, games the 2D are games inconsistent really yeah uh, but it's super cool. I really do want to see. Um, I want to see the designs of the. You kind of see the, his original world, the very beginning of the of the movie, and uh-huh. I would like to see uh, the designs of that world before the redesign that they did to make it look more like the video games. Because yeah, I wonder if those changed at all. I would. I bet it was atrocious. Yeah, I don't cool, know. cool Easter eggs. Definitely uh, room for more. Jim Carrey w- was returned was tr- true to true to Jim Carrey like comedy. Yeah, we mode, haven't yeah. seen that side of Jim Carrey in like ten years or so. I was say it's been about a decade yeah. that I've really seen like Yes Man and point. like Fun with Dick and Jane and stuff like that. Like those are some of like his last like comedy movies. Yeah, he is very um, almost Ace Ventura esque, almost Mask the Mask. He's got that <laughs> nice. like yeah. liar liar. Um, and it, it just still is like silly. a good feeling it's not like a oh this is weird and old what are you doing jim carrey it's more like a oh this is fun i like this and it reminds yeah. me in a good way mm-hmm. of these older things but, yeah yeah and i really like that it still felt like robotnik he played the character well and it was kind of it's weird because robotnik isn't that way but mm-hmm. he it just works so well it felt to me too when so that we see in the trailer that he gets the big mustache and the bald head yeah did you think he was talking differently once that happened to him a little bit? He sure did. His whole character changed. He had like this almost kind of like the ro- like the Robotnik from the game. And I was like, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Completely and, and, changed accents. And so I was curious to see how far they were going to go with that. Like, I knew that was one of those things like we weren't going to see like until way later. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm so excited to see where this series can go. Also, I tweeted about it. I know it can't be the next movie because I think the next movie needs to be like at least about Tails, hopefully about Knuckles. But I want Keanu Reeves as Shadow the Hedgehog. That 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 would be great. That when voice you, is so oh, perfect. Oh, Give me a three Sonic movies. The um the opening Sega logo with the original film was also so Marvel to me. Yeah. Um, because okay. then then I saw like flashes of like Yakuza and all these other Sega games, and I was like, if they're going to make more, like, if Sega wants to do more Sega movies, like, if they want to do, like, a Yakuza movie or something, I'm totally there for it. Like, That'd be pretty crazy. To. I, like that was all really movie. weird, too, is, like, they had this really nice cinematic logo, and I was like, that feels very movie-like. And not, it was very well done for mm-hmm. something that could have just been a flash of Sega. Apparently, uh, I was watching that interview that I watched with Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Ben Schwartz, I guess he asked them if he could do a recording of him saying like 
like you know the Sega kind of thing, yeah. like old school. And he talked about how he did it in all these different like tones of voice, like so they could do it at the beginning of the movie. Oh. And he saved it on his phone. Like they didn't actually do it. But okay. He said he like saved it on his phone, but it was gonna be him doing the the Sega thing. You know, like that's cool. I kind of want to hear that now. I I want more. I will yeah. say too, uh, as far as the design goes, and we can kind of move on. Uh, yeah. The design, you don't see Sonic interact with humans uh, physically much, right. which is probably I feel like maybe they were a little uneasy about the design in the first place, uh, just the way that that was, mm. and then. Uh, you can also tell that it was a little, it felt a little unfinished, uh, kind of in his face, but like, like Pikachu, I just, I keep comparing it to Detective Pikachu, which as good as the movie is, Detective Pikachu Mm. is, blows it out of the water. I can't, yeah, but, um, I have hope for a sequel to see them kind of fine tune the design that they'll now go with, Mm -hmm. because I think that as far as the front of his face goes, they can even put a little more detail into there, um. That they just couldn't because, you know, they did it in yeah. three months. They did a really good job with that three months. I'm not mm-hmm. dissing it. I just would – I'm excited to see where they could go with it. Yeah, uh, James Marsden was pretty good too. Like, I thought he was a, a fun character. What's yeah. hilarious is he he has a lot of experience working with, like, these characters that aren't there because he did that, like, movie Hop or whatever that with okay, the bunny. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, that's where I recognize him from. Yeah. He's also size claps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but I know him less from that. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think he's done, like, another one. And he was in, in that movie, was it called Enchanted, also? Oh, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Yeah. What a good so movie. his character is really, like, not what I expected. He had a lot more character to him than I thought mm-hmm. he would. Yeah, but he has experience doing these, like, silly kids, mo- kids movies. So it's like, I mean, I guess, like... They chose like, the right person for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overall, go see it. I think you'll enjoy it, especially if you have a Sonic background. And you don't need to have an in-depth Sonic background, but like if you played a couple of the games, mm-hmm. I think you'll get a kick. Even if you played the originals, uh, just the credits alone will get you excited. I think that mm-hmm. was so cool in the credits. Um, that whole yeah. sequence, not just the mid-credit scene, which there is one, so stay for it. Mm-hmm. But it's good. you'll probably be so mesmerized by all the like credits things going on that you won't want to leave anyways. I'd give it a seven point five. Yeah, that's a good that's a good number. Mm-hmm. What would you give Pokemon? Detective I was just gonna two? ask. Yeah, I'd give it an eight. Maybe okay. eight. Maybe eight five. I'd say maybe eight point five or nine for me. I really liked Detective Pikachu. Though. It was everything that I wanted out of a. I probably would. I give if I had a ranking for Detective Pikachu, I think I'd probably give it like a six point five. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there Purely were issues like watching it again because the acting is so bad, except for Ryan yeah. Reynolds. That's like my. Oh movie. yeah, like, I kind of forgot about the detective. The, the acting the is journalist. trash, except for the Ryan journalist Reynolds. in that was real. Yeah, weird. some of the acting mm-hmm. isn't great, but Pikachu the rest was of it, amazing, though. yeah. I might have rose rose tinted glasses on that movie. <laughs> I think you do a little bit. Might be. I think you also do with anything Sonic, but maybe that's just me. I meant uh, Pokemon. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just saying. Oh. With, <laughs> with anything Sonic general, so I don't know if I trust your ratings on on either of these movies. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's not better than Sonic Adventure Two. 
I, I would say like that's a, that's a big oof on that then. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Detective Pikachu is definitely a better movie than the Sonic movie, okay. but they're yeah. both about to me like they're pretty close to the same level. Like they've kind of broken that curse kind of of video game movies. Like there are ways to make good video game movies. I guess kind of thinking it back at Detective Pikachu, the acting in this is better than Detective Pikachu's. That's yeah, that's good. But the writing actually, isn't. Actually, yeah, I'd kind of agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the acting is really well done in this. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Carrey's amazing. I mean, I was gonna say Sonic has more known actors. Mm-hmm. Like Pokemon mm-hmm. had Ryan Reynolds, and that was about it. There were of, even like other them. smaller side characters that I thought did really did a really good job, even if they were only in it for like a few minutes. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see it. choose writing and the animation they had more time to work on mm-hmm. um, was better done. But I I want to see it. Um, Daniel doesn't want to see it, but I think I'm going to convince him to see it with me. You get. I mean, Do even it. if you guys want to go for like just Jim Carrey, I think Jim seeing Jim Carrey is worth it. Yeah, I hope that Jim Carrey makes more movies like that. I, I, I just hope he kind of gets back to it, you know? Like Yeah. Yeah, he had his, like, art phase for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he even, like, even saw interview, really he even talked about that. He, like, mm-hmm. he even admits that he's been doing a lot of serious stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but that's always going to be a part of me is this more comical side. And I was like, yeah, it is. That's, get back mm-hmm. to it. That's cool. Go do stuff. Uh, I also watched another movie in theaters. It was the week of movies for me. And so I saw Birds of Prey. Nice. Harley ah. Quinn. How was it? It was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Hmm. Sonic more, um, but I guess Harley Quinn's getting a lot of bad reviews. It's not doing very well. I maybe am just easy to please, but uh, one thing that I hate to say, but it's just the truth. um, In this all-female cast, every scene that Ewan McGregor is in, he steals the show. That's the main reason I would see that movie. He did so well. He's, well, he's real just good. A beautiful person. So <laughs> he, uh, I, I think a big reason a lot of people aren't going to like it too is it's a very, it's very girl power. Even Ewan McGregor as the villain is very like flamboyant in himself. Um, does a great job. But I can see why there would be so many people that would be like, Ugh, it's not a superhero movie. I'm a man's man. I need Superman. Um, action heroes. <laughs> explosions. Although there is wonderful explosions in the Harley Quinn movie. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really funny. Uh, the storytelling is very much done by Harley Quinn uh, and her craziness. It's kind of fun. There's a few different things that will happen. And you kind of have to wonder if they're actually happening or if it's just Harley's like over exaggeration of the events oh yeah uh i liked it i think it was great it's really funny uh it's really well well done and i don't feel too bad soup i do feel bad about sandy mama grace steals the show but harley or uh oh what's her name margot robbie margot robbie she's the producer so it is still her baby Mm -hmm. um at the end of the day she made a good movie i think that it could have benefited from having the Joker, just because we don't really know if he that actor is even if Jared Leto's even 
like going to stick around or not. And so you kind of confuse, is this still the same Joker? Um, but he gets referenced a lot. He definitely still feels real in the universe. Huh. Um, yeah, and all the characters are great. <laughs> like Black Canary, they did a really good job with, and they gave her this backstory, so it makes her kind of like understandable. And the Huntress um, is... They, they call her the Huntress. I remember sure that she was called the Huntress in the commercials. Um, Huntress is probably one of my favorite characters, even though she's not as prominent in the show as the commercials would lean on. Hmm. But I liked it. I'm easy to please, though, so don't take my advice. Um, it's also <laughs> probably on the closer to the R end of PG-13 than um, most movies you may, most superhero movies you go to. It's like if they were making Deadpool, but they made Deadpool PG-13, then it would still probably be pretty edgy. Yeah. It's got those vibes. Okay. Good to know. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And then, LJ, how was Terminator Dark Fate? Uh, It was good. Um, Since you guys don't really have a point of reference for Terminator, I, I really, no. I mean, I can't say, I, I mean, I can't say too much, I guess. Um. But what they did is they pretty much retcon the last couple, like, bad movies that came out. Do they do Actually, that through storytelling, or do they just ignore them? No, they do that through storytelling. It's okay. very quick. Uh, so they basically ignore um, Rise of the Machines, which was the third one. And then they ignore uh, Terminator Genesis, which was the one with, like, um, Emily Clark and stuff like that mm-hmm. from Game of Thrones. Um Actually, yeah, it kind of retcons everything. Like, Christian Bale was in one of them. Man, um, I'm just... I'm upset with that new... It seems like a new trend in Hollywood that is yeah going along with all the weird nostalgia, yeah. reviving old things, is just mm-hmm. completely ignoring that those things happened in the first place. Um, yeah. Which I I don't think I like, because well, it reminds like like the <laughs> Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, they don't seem to have any hints about, like, the more recent ghostbusters movie it's like okay why not yeah. though um and then i guess even if you think about like the live action disney they're most of those are just like extremely close remakes so it's like are mm-hmm. they acting as if the original exists either i don't know it's i hate it yeah <laughs> they, they they do the they do the the star wars thing in this too where you have um the, the older sarah connor and you have the old arnold right got it yeah um, that sort of thing and then you have like the new cast so they do the the star wars like force awakens thing um i mean i i like that they kind of like they retcon everything but then they also say like well history hasn't really changed because of this it's almost just it's just as bad and so it's it's kind of this thing where um you know sarah, sarah connor's still around uh the Arnold's Terminator is a different Terminator because in two he basically just gives a thumbs up and goes down into the lava. Um, <laughs> but but what they do with Arnold's Terminator is really cool. They kind of like humanize him a lot. Um, well, not a lot really, but um, it it's neat because it's it it it's because of this thing that happens in the beginning that like retcons everything. Um, and somehow they manage to get like. It's kind of like the thing they did with like Rogue One and all the 
Star Wars stuff where they like digitized the younger versions of characters. Because oh, somehow yeah. they did a younger Linda Hamilton and they did a younger Ed- Edward Furlong and younger Arnold. And it was supposed to be like, oh, like you thought you saved the day, but no, you didn't. Like it's, you know, kind of a deal um, after mm-hmm. two. Uh, but it, it's really good. I liked it. It ended in such a way where it, I, I like they still kind of didn't need to make one. It's kind of like mm-hmm. kind of like uh, what Cody's going to be talking about with Toy Story 4. They didn't really need to make another one. But it was still good, I thought. So, okay, those are my thoughts on Terminator. Yeah, Toy Story Four. I liked it as a movie, but the third one ended so well that I didn't think we needed a four at all. And watching the movie and watching the story, it was kind of like it's over. Just kidding. Now it's over, and now <laughs> they could set it up for another sequel, and it would be another unnecessary. Like it's fine where it is. But they could make another sequel. I I don't know, and it wasn't as good as the third movie. Huh? That's I really I liked it was good. I mm-hmm. Forky, he is the same voice as Psycho in the Harley Quinn TV show. So like that was really hard for me because I just imagined yeah. Psycho the entire time. Uh, but it's a good movie. It's funny. It's it's a little different than the rest of them. I think uh-huh. Buzz Lightyear really was on the back burner in this, and that kind of bugged me because Buzz Lightyear's great. Although his his storyline in it is very funny, um, I was kind of sad to see him kind of. I feel like it should always be like a Woody and Buzz story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very focused on Woody and kind of like ending his story, kind of. Yeah, this is definitely about like his. Thing. They- they were That's ending the Toy Story. Mm-hmm. It's not as sad as the fourth one. I was like, be ready to cry. And I was like, I don't know if it can get worse than throwing them into an inferno. Yeah. I don't know. That, that fourth one was emotional Like at the end. <laughs> the to third me. one I was, like, was. I thought they were all going to melt. I was so sad. <laughs> thought they were going to be like the Terminator and yeah. do the thumbs up. Sorry. Spoilers for the movie that's, you know, 10 years old now. Yeah, It's definitely not 10 years old. Toy Story, Toy Story 3. 3. I think Toy it's Story older. Toy Story is not 10 years old. I bet it's I think it's close. older. Let's find out. Yeah. Uh, release <laughs> date. Toy Story 3. Live on the Pat podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. It is nine and six months. Nine years oh. and six months old. So it's close to two years. Like four months old. <laughs> it Dang. was June 18th, 2010. Wow, uh, your old Shelly. I, I thought it came out a little bit, a little bit later than that. Dream but I'm still right. You're now old. <laughs> I'm. Still <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our world. Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was okay. I liked it. It was it was all right. <laughs> I hate dolls. <laughs> and. Uh, and dummies and things like that and uh that's an important part of that storyline that i was not a fan of at all uh, but yeah that's it it is a good movie that is 100 percent didn't need to be made and that's that <laughs> cool what's going on in the movie news shelly yeah so we already talked a lot about um sonic 
the hedgehog the movie um and what's actually nuts is that it's officially uh just given its opening weekend it has the biggest opening weekend of all video game movies that's so crazy yeah Pikachu. yeah beat a pikachu i guess um By like millions yeah which is surprising to me honestly i feel like the only reason would have been because and i think we already determined like it wasn't like a a trick or a scam probably but i yeah. feel like it honestly helped them so much the fact that they released that mm-hmm. first trailer everyone hated it so everyone was familiar with it and then they said hey we're gonna change it because yeah, right. you guys hate it which is fair because it sucks and the um, nerds and then, rose yeah geeks mm-hmm. took all... to the polls that, that's I a good so. example of like you know when you you know when something you want something change you know and like speak up about it and enough people spoke up about it and i think like that that's a wholesome case to where like it worked out for everybody i think it's super unhealthy for the industry but i also really glad that the sonic didn't release but yeah. i think yeah. it'll really like it really hurts the artistry of it you know you have this design that you put out and you put a lot of work into and then everybody hates it so you have to change it to what everyone well, else wants and not to your artistic vision supposedly like wasn't that like an original like wasn't that one of their original designs anyway yeah that's true i think that's what they said what they the, said i guess then like the higher ups were like no it's too cartoony but there'll be this expectation now i think of mm-hmm. um it has to be perfect if not you can just like a video game update it make it right that's true patch it yeah patch the movie <laughs> like cats <laughs> that <laughs> I can't believe that either. That's that a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, that was during a cr- the Christmas break uh, when we were like not podcasting for like two weeks. That movie was released and they brought out a, a patch release <laughs> yeah. to fix the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's intense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's probably really unhealthy that we have that much leeway in, the, in this world now. That, like social media has really like – we can tell the artists – what to change and it, it's we have more ownership of these than we probably that's true that's a good should point. have more control over the content we're being given i um, would have seen it regardless though that's true <laughs> i would have watched it either way but i'm glad that it happened on, yeah, on the flip too. side because it looks really good and it didn't sorry yeah. artist <laughs> i thought that was a good idea and then that division of the, that studio even closed now huh that was that mm-hmm. one in Vancouver. Oh yeah. Well, the see. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, more nerdy movies. Batman. We got a first look at Robert Pattinson's Batman in his uh new bat suits. Very very short. It's just a very yes. small kind of like camera test. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very. I'm in though. It's I'm very sold. visually not like content dark, but like visually, like it was. It's kind of hard to see what was going on. Yeah, I had. Yeah, it's like this red light on the black yeah. suit. Yeah, I saw some like recolorizations of it, and yes, uh, you know, fans taking what they had so far and trying to make mm-hmm. the costume around it, the outfit. I think it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I geeked out because I was playing Injustice Two the other night, and I discovered that the costume that the default batman costume in that game 
looks a lot like the way they did that costume because it had like the way the the logo was the way the shoulder pads were how he had that collar like on his cape and even the cow a little bit and i was like oh that's so cool so i geeked out about he's got a superhero jawline i saw some mock-ups that were like of the wolverine Mm -hmm. and like judge dread (laughs) his jaw and i was like all right you are a superhero you missed your calling or vampire (laughs) whatever you were he was yeah, also that... a wizard, okay, in the Tri Wizard Tournament. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we loved Cedric Diggory. Um, Hufflepuff for the win! Yes, oh, there we go. <laughs> um, He's got other movies that just came out recently, like that Lighthouse movie. Like I want to see oh, that. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want what's his face to be the Joker. Who? He was in the Lighthouse with him. He's Green Goblin. He's. That's gonna drive me nuts. I know his name. <laughs> I don't know. Light, sorry. We're, which, we don't have green, LJ on the back. Which end Green anymore. Goblin? The one from like Amazing Spider-Man, or the one from uh... like Spider-Man, Spider-Man? Oh, um, uh, shoot. He's in Lighthouse. Well, I really? haven't seen Lighthouse, so I can't quite cast. Remember. Someone is William Defoe. Oh my god! I can't believe I can't right. remember his name. Well, William Defoe would be like, the perfect Joker. Yes. I think yeah. we need to stop having yes. Jokers. Look up we William Defoe. We have Defoe, more Jokers Joker. than Spider-Man anyway. has reboots now. Yeah, <laughs> Look up William Defoe Joker at some point in your life. I'm to the listeners here, and you will see some photoshops that if you have played the Arkham games. You'll agree with me on. Apparently, he did really good as Ryuk in Death Note, from what I heard. Like, that was the only good part of that movie. Yeah. I forgot that was him. I need to actually watch that, even though I hear it's bad. <laughs> For Willem Dafoe, I probably will, though. But then you have the, um... Uh, what's the actor for Ross? I already forget. For Ross? From Friends? From Friends? Oh. I don't know his name. Oh my but... gosh, dang it. I was just going to say, there's a pretty uh, funny meme that just has his face edited as the Joker. And it's just, get a load of this society. <laughs> so if, I'm just saying, oh, you can wow. Photoshop anyone. And to look like Joker doesn't necessarily That's true. Good I don't know. He's got this creepy smile. I do see what you what you posted in Skype there. That that would be creepy as heck. Yes, so good. Yeah, go look it up. All you have to do is look up William Defoe Joker. Look up, get a load of this society, so you see what get I'm talking. Get a load of this society. Okay, <laughs> I will. While we move, move on. Okay, yeah, yeah. we do have one more um, movie <laughs> news, and I think it's actually a step in the right direction. Um, so Aladdin, the live action Aladdin, Aladdin, I should say, is getting a sequel, but it is not. <laughs> oh, Cody, did you find it? I did. <laughs> oh, I thought you were shaking. No, like we don't need the Aladdin sequel. Get a oh, no, I was, I, I was still on it's the joke. pretty great. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, we're getting a sequel, but it's not going to be connected to the animated sequels that it was like straight to vhs yeah those three I, I forget what they were called and i never i don't think i ever watched them because again they were straight to vhs and it's not like they were well advertised or or you or know, shelly had a vhs player 
I had a VHS player. I had a lot of videos on VHS. I just didn't have that one um, or the third one. There's two of them. I think they were on Disney Plus. They were for a little bit. Oh, I don't know. But either way, it's kind of cool that they're taking this idea and doing something original. It'll be interesting to see kind of what they come up with, I think. Uh, I, I don't know if it's enough to get me to watch the live action Aladdin movie. I don't think I want nah. to still, but it's definitely, it's the first of their live action remakes that they're doing a sequel for, I think, unless I'm missing something. Technically Maleficent is one, I guess. I don't, but I mean, I don't Maleficent, consider that, that was like or, a total remake. I don't think that was a total remake. That was always just like, here's this idea that we had. Yeah. That is, yeah inspired by the original but i always saw it as very different and the fact that that's, they call it maleficent instead of cinderella is like yeah. pretty indicative that's the that. problem beauty. and that wasn't like a disney concept was it it's an old fairy yeah. tale no well it's a disney movie though um, yeah i think that's the problem with all these remakes though is they got away from kind of what i think maleficent did so well like even though i hadn't seen the movie but that's I guess that was part of the charm of that movie, right? And it's like all these remakes are now just Shot, carbon shot. copies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so. so with the sequel thing, it's it's a better idea. But also it's like I'm thinking like where would there's one particular route I think they would could go, but Aladdin wouldn't even be like a part of the movie, probably. Mm. Like Aladdin the character himself, like probably I'm sure it'll just be like, Hey, I need your help and he's like, I'm free to do what I want. I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, probably i for me it's like if i don't i my preference is that these things wouldn't have been made in the first place that they would exactly. just come with more original stuff yeah. but while this has already been done the fact that you're trying to do something more original with it is at least mm-hmm. better than alternative i was talking mm-hmm. to my brother the other day that like it would be cool to see these like it would be cool if disney let these directors kind of run wild with their own styles like i guess john favreau did do jungle book pretty well but it's like if you let john favreau make john favreau's lion king or if you let tim burton make tim burton's dumbo or if you let guy ritchie make guy ritchie's aladdin instead of the things that disney already made i think they could they could be much better yeah 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 that would have been pretty cool but yeah i mean we'll see what this is gonna be something well yeah yeah, actually mulan does look i think that's a good call and she did all of her own stunts that just came out recently. Oh, that's Yo. cool. Yeah. That's sick. Um, yeah, Mulan does look good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all of our movie news. Mm-hmm. Cool. LJ, how is Outlaw Star? What What is Outlaw Star? Outlaw Star is a older anime that originally, well, didn't premiere on Toonami. I mean, it premiered in the States on Toonami. Uh, to... I'm talking about anime, too. See, yeah. we talk about anime on the podcast. Yeah, lately I think we've been talking a lot about anime. Um, but it's about this guy who's like, he's like a bounty hunter kind of guy. Takes jobs. Uh, he's got uh, a sidekick named uh, named named Jim. I think it's even okay. like Jim Hawkins or something. Or, oh, or Jim. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so basically, there's this whole story that unfolds whenever. They take this job. It's, that's how it always starts. It, they take the job and then everything unfolds. That's how a good sci-fi space story happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's an older anime. It's pretty cool. It's, it was very nostalgic for me. 
I actually I bought a Blu-ray of it on Prime Day because uh, it was on sale. I think it might actually be on Funimation, um, but I was watching the Blu-ray because, again, my internet was dead most of the week. So it was one of those things I had bought that I hadn't actually watched. So I was like, well, I bought this and I don't have internet to watch anything streaming, so I'm, I'm finally going to do it. And so, yeah, it was, it was a good nostalgic movie. Or not movie, but show. I've also been watching an anime. It is called No Game, No Life. And hmm. Vikings is kind of like, because of Vikings, I am more and more frustrated with unneeded sexual content in TV shows. Huh. Um, and unfortunately, this show's got a lot of like fan service anime stuff. That's a lot of anime there, though. I know, but it it's a lot in the first. There are some episodes and shows that are definitely excessive, though. I feel you there. Yeah, it's excessive in this one. It's definitely like a rated M, MA TV show. So there's that. Uh, but I'm really bummed about that because it's such a well written show. It's about these two kids, their brother and sister, and uh, they are the best gamers on earth, ever. Huh. Like it starts off with four people playing a video game and like just wrecking havoc and you come to find out that it's actually just the two of them playing two different characters <laughs> that's crazy and then a god decides to challenge them to chess they beat the god in chess and so that god takes them and puts them in his world where everything uh is done through game and so uh, <laughs> if there's any conflict that you need to win figure out then you play a game for it that sounds pretty out there yeah and it's really well written everything is this like kind of it's kind of like a house of cards of anime uh in the fact that like everything's got a strategy to it and they're thinking of everything that they do through and so everything they're interacting with has got this kind of like ulterior motive uh i'm really liking that and then the art style is like it's like it's sunset or dusk or dawn, like at all times. It's huh. just the way that they've lighted the. It's got like a show. sepia tone kind of like look. Yeah, well, it's almost like there's a lot of like pinks and purples and huh. those like twilighty blues, oranges, and that's nice. Yellows and stuff. Yeah, it's really huh. really pretty. Uh, but like I said, they are like over the, the the bath scene that's in every anime. Oh. Uh, is in the second episode. <laughs> yep. And it was just like, man. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't persist because I really want to watch just how well-written it is. I need more well-written stuff like that. I just think it's so cool. I think um, there's a movie on Netflix also because my brother was going through his queue the other day and he was like, oh, yeah, that movie's on. That's why I knew what you were talking about because I heard that name the other day. So Yeah. Netflix has put out quite a few new anime this last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but cool. it's cool. That's all I've watched until we get uh, more Walking Dead, I think, in two weeks. And for nice. the first two episodes, feel like two different horror movies, and I'm really excited about all that. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. Speaking of Netflix, we have some TV stuff. Uh, He-Man cast has yeah. been released. It is a really good cast yeah, don't have the list here but i can already say uh mark hamill is which you already know it's gonna be good if he's in it right 
Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> like, that's all you Mark... really need. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hamill. The show. I would be... I'd watch that. Just have Mark Hamill do all the voices for all the characters. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> he would, that I would be like... so strenuous for him. Oh, yeah, dude. It would be. He could do a web series. It'd be like little seven-minute videos. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch that so much. <laughs> uh, anyways, Mark Hamill. He plays the Joker in everything. Um, not so much anymore, but he used to. He's also Luke Skywalker. Um, I act like I'm not talking to a bunch of geeks. <laughs> you probably know who Mark Hamill is. The Joker. Uh, yeah. He will. He's going to be Skeletor. And then Kevin Conroy, who is the Batman. I think every time that Mark Hamill has been the Joker, he Kevin Conroy has been Batman for. Yep. Yeah, pretty then, much. Even possibly then some. Uh, he's going to be Merman, which I don't hmm. know who Merman is. I thought he was going to be He-Man, but... I just uh, think of Spongebob, Mermaid Man and Bonica Boy. <laughs> so we'll see what that's all about. Um, but yeah, I... Lena Headey's in it. She was in Game of Thrones. There's another Game of Thrones guy. Uh, it's a really good cast. I saw and Kevin it, Smith's daughter doing a voice in it, too. That is right. Kevin Smith is making this show. If you don't remember us talking about mm-hmm. it, it's going to be a direct sequel to the original 80s show. He-Man. Yeah. So where that left off, this will kind of like pick back up on. Um, Kevin Smith is doing it. It has nothing to do with the She-Ra animated show, even though He-Man and She-Ra in the 80s were connected. The art style, I don't think, would work at all for He-Man. <laughs> the new uh, She-Ra art style. Um, but... I'm excited for this. I don't know anything about He-Man, and mm. I know that the haircuts look terrible. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that Kevin Smith had it was doing it had me interested because he's a very he's knowledgeable a on these kind of things. Like he's into this. I don't know if he'd be passionate. Um, and then seeing this cast, I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, although it makes me, it runs with um, of Genlock, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Genlock has an insane voice Pretty good lineup. cast. How would you That's compare? true. I said this was the best, but Genlock had a really good cast. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll have to see that when was... the show actually comes out, right? Then you can properly yeah. judge. We need more Genlock. Genlock had Michael B. Jordan and David Tennant and mm-hmm. uh, Maisie Williams. It was a, it was a very short-lived show i hope they make more it's kind of on the back burner i think right now yeah which is a bummer yeah those are some big name actors they probably you know they probably pay him a lot to do something like that yeah it was good though if you haven't seen genlock go see genlock it's on rooster teeth (laughs) it's very good Hmm. very intense uh probably didn't need that all-star cast like it's cool to get all those names, but like you're saying, it's probably really expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it it didn't necessarily need to have all those amazing voices. Like, yeah, there are some good voice actors in anime that would have done well in those roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got a trailer for Stranger Things. I didn't realize that was Netflix too. Uh, and <laughs> it's got a huge reveal. Yes. That I don't understand why they made that reveal in a trailer. Another season is officially in the hopper. Yeah. 
Hopper's back. Uh, that's spoilerly enough if you haven't seen season three, but there was, yeah, you should have seen season three by now. I'm going to spoil it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't not talk about it without Yeah, like, Hopper, it. I can't say hard. anything. Hopper disappeared at the end of season three. It was presumed that he was probably dead. And then at the very end, they were like, we have the American. But we didn't know if it was Hopper or not. And then, yeah. It didn't could have we... been like one of three or four different people. I don't know that we actually talked about the results of that on the show. But I remember in the chat, like, we all, once we all saw it, I remember we were talking about it. And I think everybody saw it coming. I mean, but you're yeah. right. It would have been cool to, like, for them to not show that in the trailer. Well, and it could have been a lot. Like, it could have been Bob. That would have been crazy. Oh. Really impossible. It could have been the the dude that's super into spy stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. There were a few different people that it could have been. Everyone wanted it to be Hopper. Just but I think Barb. to throw that in the trailer after having that be the big cliffhanger of season three is a bad move. Like, yeah, it would have been cool for us to been like, who is it? Like, I called it. It's Hopper. I knew mm-hmm. it. Uh, and instead we get the trailer. I do really think it's funny, though, that it's him. And now he's in the Black Widow movie as not <laughs> yeah. Captain Russia. I can't remember the guy's name. Basically <laughs> Captain... Captain Russia. Yeah, yeah. Um. That is funny. Yeah. I almost wonder if it was like a nod to that when they wrote that. I'm excited to see him doing more stuff too. Because like even though Hell- the new Hellboy was not a good movie, he was still a really good Hellboy. Yeah, I still need to see that movie. Yeah. It's worth a watch if you want to see David Harbour work, I think. Yeah. Cool. And then our last, com- uh, our last trailer is <laughs> HBO Max, which is kind of Warner Bros.'s disney plus in a way i guess it's gonna be like all the stuff that they do and my cat is going off so i apologize if you can hear that monstrosity (laughs) meowing in the distance can't get him to stop he can't edit it if i'm talking he wants to to be a guest on the show yeah i guess so uh (laughs) (laughs) but the trailer hasn't doesn't have any original content which i thought was really weird they've teased that they're making a friend's comeback special or season or something uh and so you see friends on the trailer but it's like old friends (laughs) not new friends yeah i just (laughs) i think it's really weird not to have any original content at all uh but they do have a massive library and probably some stuff that you didn't know warner bros owned uh so that's kind of cool to see that all montage together and get a feel for what this streaming service will be so they didn't put up their maximum effort with that trailer yes (laughs) i i have a hard time getting a streaming service that doesn't make good original content right right you just i don't know i watch a lot of hulu and i don't watch anything original on hulu yet um yeah hulu i kind of use for like some of the like cable shows that Right. I like to watch, but I know I'm not going to be able to keep up with. To me, that's kind of what Hulu has been for me. But Disney Plus, if it stuff. didn't have original content, I wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't know. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to get packages, I'm telling you. Where do you do with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN? 
Yeah. These streaming services are getting too crazy. But we do have a discussion question coming mm -hmm. out of Discord. If you'd like to join our Discord, you can always find that link on the website under community. Not always. It's actually a recent thing, and I'm real excited about it. But <laughs> I need to not show my excitement every single time we have a podcast. I'll get it over <laughs> at some point. some point, I'll, it'll be normal. Uh, so cool. Do you have any advice for getting into streaming? This comes from the World Serpent. There's no the there, but... I wanted to make <laughs> the one and only <laughs> World Serpents. World Serpent. Um, World Serpents wanting to stream. What's what's your advice, Shelly? You've probably been streaming the longest. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Streaming since like high school, so four or five years. Oh, it's weird to say. <laughs> Even though I recently <laughs> stepped away from the Twitch team, I still am excited to stream for the Pledge Drive that's coming up so March soon. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, besides that shameless plug, um, <laughs> I think my, I think one of the biggest intimidating things about streaming is, um, well, I think one thing that's intimidating is equipment. There's like this idea that you need like super duper fancy equipment to get into streaming. But depending on kind of what you want, you don't really need anything too fancy. I mean, I kind of just bought a crappy little webcam. I do have a pretty fancy microphone, but that's also because I was like, oh, I'm going to be podcasting. So something nice right there is good. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, some people stream from their laptop, right? You can't yeah. stream like witcher or anything like that right but um you have yeah. options there um so i guess my advice with that is don't worry so much about equipment just use kind of what you have and it'll probably work out um mm -hmm. until you're thinking about being more serious about it, then if you're more serious about it then then at that point it's worth your money i would say like okay. if you're if you have a certain image of what you want to stream to look like and you've been doing it enough to be like hey yeah this is something I want to keep doing and it's worth a monetary investment then I would suggest yeah you could do whatever you want but I would suggest mm -hmm. trying it out first um, it's always going to be super awkward you just yeah. kind of have to get used to talking to yourself almost until people in the chat like start what Joe would up. say was like think out loud. Yeah, totally. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. You gotta filter yourself a little bit sometimes, but totally. Yeah. Like the reactions that you're already sort of thinking in your brain, like you just gotta say it out loud. Verbalize those. It's mm -hmm. um Yeah, which is hard for some people and easier for others, but um it's always gonna be a little bit awkward. And then you'll get over yeah. it. So don't <laughs> don't say, Oh my gosh, this isn't right for me because I've streamed a couple times and I'm still feeling really awkward on the camera and I don't know how to talk to the chat or anything like that. Um, I would just try it a couple more times and see like if you legitimately don't like it, then that's one thing. But um you'll the awkwardness kind of fades away a little bit as you get more used to it. Just like if you try yeah, it anything sure for the first time, it's always a little bit like, Oh, I don't really know what I'm doing and then you get into it, you're like, Oh, okay. I got this. <laughs> if that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. What about you, um, I would say my biggest thing is you don't need super intensive, like like Shelly was saying, it's, it's great advice. You don't need super intensive equipment. 
because um, like even like my webcam is probably one of the least expensive like pieces of stuff I got whenever I got my new rig and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say have something that has enough RAM to be able to like multitask and things That's like fair. that. Because yeah, you, if you can't, you it, cannot physically stream if your computer doesn't have enough RAM to yes. do whatever you're doing. So that's a good point. Yeah, and then and then also a a good internet connection because if it's like you really don't need like like looking at it now, I probably have an an excessive like internet connection. Basically, like I mean, I have more upload and download speed than I know what to do with. Um, but I would say, you know, just have a decent basic internet connection also because the RAM combined with your internet connection, that's what's going to be able to give you, you know, the power to do what you want to do. And like, you know, like, yeah, you can use a laptop or, you know, um, when I started streaming, I was just streaming off of my PS4. I bought a camera on my PS4 and I already had a headset and that's how I got started on, on the team for a short little while. And then I eventually got my rig, um, so it's really like what you can do within the means. There are just the the RAM and the internet connection. I think are the biggest things. Me personally, I, I mean, I recommend getting a camera because you're personally connecting with your viewers, and your viewers can see you. You know, they can interact with you and put a face to you know who they're interacting with. It, it that's it's just one of my personal things. Like, I guess some people do stream without cameras, but personally, like having a camera is going to help you connect so much more with, you know, your viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and then just stream, like, like, don't stream for the views there, also yeah. to me. Because, like, I mean, you know, we, you know, we still don't, like, our, we still don't our, have a ton of viewers ourselves. Um, but really, like, you know, we kind of stream what we want and we're not always trying to stream, you know, the hot, like, the hot, newest like games all the time because like everybody's audiences are different and i think uh, our audience in particular like enjoys you know watching you know the things we like to play and the things we enjoy and uh we do like a lot of story driven stuff you know and people like people like that uh especially like in our audience i think um but also yeah read your audience and um kind of you know play what you like to play also yeah, that's my advice. I would say too, if you are a, if if you're naturally a creator, it's really hard to kind of consume content. Yeah. Um, I know I'm kind of like that with YouTube, as I I liked making YouTube videos, but I didn't like watching other people's YouTube videos or commenting on them, and that was like such an important part of the growth cycle. Is if you want to, if you do want to grow your channel, you need to be watching other people's channels. And not spamming theirs by going, I play too, watch my stream, not theirs. <laughs> yeah. um, but going ahead and like set up raids when you're streaming to other people. That's going to get them to kind of notice you and mm-hmm. make sure you're in their chats and talking. And then, you know, if they bring up a game, you're like, hey, when I streamed that yesterday, I went into this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that like makes other people go, oh, that person streams too. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You need to like really kind of embed yourself in the community that you want to be a part of. Yeah, like be present, basically. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's kind of, that's anything. Um, that's not even just in the geek world. Like, if you want to be part of a, if you want to be like a leader in a community, you need to like be a part of that community first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that would be, that'd be my advice. Also, uh, playing the same level over and over and over again for two hours like I do 
probably not the best idea. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, to be yeah. fair, I kn- there's some streamers like to be variety and do a bunch of different games, and that's kind of what the Twitch channel that we have is like, simply because we have so many mm-hmm. streamers. It, it, we can't all play mm-hmm. the same game. Um, yeah. But a lot of people gain popularity because they just do one game or one style of game. Um, I yeah, think a lot true. of like Smash players, right? Like they people follow them because they play Smash, or they play a certain specific character, and people want to get better at that character, and so they watch or yeah, something like that. So I just meant that's just another six. Huh? I was locked in a room for two hours. Oh. I just meant in Sonic 06, I was stuck right. in a level for two hours. Yeah, I played the exact same like ten feet of space <laughs> in the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was the worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just that would be a decision you'll have to make is if you want to kind of play whatever, um, or yeah. if you want to stick to one game or style of game. Um, like again, like so many people play like League of Legends and stuff, right? Or Hearthstone. Yeah. Apex games that right just, now is yeah, huge. Yeah, games that mm-hmm. just are go and go and go. There's not like a story. I well, maybe those have story, but you know what I mean. It's not like a mm-hmm. I beat this game. It's a continual thing. That is competitive, yeah, so usually, usually competitive. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's all yeah. a preference. Cool. Yeah. Get used to talking to yourself. <laughs> That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. If you can't talk to yourself, you're going to have a hard time. Unless you're amazing, <laughs> amazing at that game. <laughs> uh, cool. We will end that there. Then you guys get out about anything else this week? Um, not really. Cool. I don't think so. All right. Well, we will end it there then. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ, and you can find me streaming on our Twitch channel on Fridays uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. Or no, 5 p.m. Pacific, I mean. Yeah. Time zones are hard. Um, Twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Bye. Adios. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. Thank you.